Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. One of our listeners writes in today and they have a great question. The question is this. What is the purpose of the walls of the New Jerusalem in Revelation? Well, as I said, this is a this is a great question. And, and starting at Revelation 21.9, the apostle gives his, his final vision in Revelation, this time of the city of God, the New Jerusalem, where, where Christians will spend their eternal lives forever and ever before the face of God. The New Jerusalem is the fulfillment of all the promises of God and exemplifies the goodness of God in its infinite brilliance, describing in John's words, like that of a very precious jewel, like as Jasper, clear as crystal, Revelation 21.11 says. Here in Revelation 21, Bible readers are given a brief glimpse into the eternal glories of heaven that await them when they dwell eternally before the face of God. Well, in Revelation 21, the angel of God has taken the apostle John to the top of a great and a high mountain where John looks down upon the new Jerusalem, and he attempts to describe this great scene. Here he describes the city as a massive, crystal, clear diamond full of the glory of God, shining from its center all over the new heavens and the new earth with eternity bathed in the radiance of its splendor. In Revelation 21.12, the Apostle John moves from describing the general appearance to the exterior of the New Jerusalem, describing first its walls, and John gives Bible readers enough information from his human and finite perspective to help readers to get a picture of what this magnificent city is like with, with our limited understanding, of course. Well, the walls of the New Jerusalem are described as great and high, which is a symbol of exclusion and an explanation that only those redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus may enter into the walls of the New Jerusalem. In the wall, there are 12 gates guarded by the 12 angels who are inscribed with the 12 names of the 12 tribes of Israel. The gates are located on four sides, Revelation 21:13 explains. And not only are the 12 apostles represented, but also the 12 tribes of Israel. And such a mention settles the matter of whether the Old Testament saints will be included in heaven. The divine intent is explained in this regard to represent that the New Jerusalem will have among its citizens not only Christians in Christ, but also Israel and the saints of old. Well, since we understand how those who will be within the walls of New Jerusalem, we need to recognize that those who will be outside the walls of this great city. Revelation 21, 25 through 27, it provides the answer to the issue when it says, On this day uh, will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and the honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written in the book's Lamb of Life. So we must understand that the city gates of the New Jerusalem, they're never going to be shut. So it's it's not that outside of the New Jerusalem, non-Christians are still roaming around. Instead, what John pictures here is a city with open gates on a new earth where Christians will dwell throughout eternity. 
while ancient gates shut their gates at night for security purposes, since there will be no night in the New Jerusalem, and since all evil has already been eradicated at this time of redemptive history, uh, these gates are going to stay open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The, the book of Revelation pictures a considerable amount of activity coming from the city, but all who go in and all who go out are saved by the blood of the Lamb, the Lord Jesus. Non-Christians are a long way outside of the city walls, specifically in the outer darkness of hell, Matthew 8, 12 says. A sign to the lake of fire, Revelation 20, 14-15 tells us. They, they cannot possibly come near to the New Jerusalem. The impure spoken of by Jesus and the Apostle John cannot enter the city as Revelation 22.15 says. Outside are the dogs who practice magical arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practice falsehood, as well as the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, and all the liars, Revelation 22.15 says. Only those whose names are recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life are free to enter the new Jerusalem, for they possess eternal life and they belong to the Lord Jesus. See, Jesus, the Lamb of God, bought them with his blood and will never blot them out of his book of life. Jesus will grant the beloved of the Lord the right to the tree of life and entrance and freedom to come and go from the holy city. Well, it's not possible to have all of our answers about the activities of the new Jerusalem answered because the Bible, frankly, doesn't give them. But with that said, the revelation John describes in Revelation 21 does provide a clear description of all those who put their faith and trust in Christ alone for salvation. And, and John pictures those that, that when the end finally does come, there, there's going to be no second chances to enter into the holy city for those who have refused to repent and believe in the, in the king of the city, the Lord Jesus. Only in this life, perhaps even at this moment, can you today repent and, and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and have the promise of entering through the gates of the holy city to worship the Lord Jesus face to face. While John doesn't give every detail, some, some aspects of what he says are clearer than others. And these include the walls of the city, which will display the majesty of the Lord. Revelation 21, 15 through 21, on these points explains the size of the walls as around 1,380 miles long and high, measuring 144 cubits, which describes its thickness. Such a measurement ends up being about 216 feet or 72 yards thick, approximately. Now, the walls of the New, Jeris New Jerusalem demonstrate the riches of the Lord Jesus. Revelation 21, 18 through 20 describes these riches when it says this, the wall was built of jasper, while the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a gate, and the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the sixth crystallite, the, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth crystophrase, the eleventh jackinith, and the twelfth anthist. You see, the walls also include the names of the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles of the Lord Jesus. And such a description represents the, the New Jerusalem as a home of all who generally follow the Lord Jesus. The 12 tribes of Israel were all the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who lived by faith alone in the Lord God. The apostles of the Lord Jesus are represented by those who have believed in the Lord Jesus. Well, the walls additionally stand for their beauty. 
The, the example provided by John is one of the bride coming to meet the groom for the wedding. New Jerusalem uh, reveals a city featuring the most beautiful of materials for those who dwell there enjoy the most magnificent surroundings. Such is a contrast between those who will go to the lake of fire, whose names are not found in the, in the Lamb's book of life. See, John does not answer every question that, that Bible readers may have about the New Jerusalem, and, and that's okay for us. What John does provide, though, it demonstrates a very desirable city to live and dwell in forever with the Lord. And John's vision isn't given to answer every question, but it does give confidence to every reader that if they believe in the, in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you're listening to this today, you can be there. John's vision emphasizes the greatness of the new Jerusalem, where the people of God will dwell with the Lord Jesus forever. Consider today the need to repent and to believe so that you are not outside of these walls of this city. If you want to enter into this city, you must repent and you must believe and you must trust in Christ. In fact, Romans uh, 10, 7 through 13 tells us that you can do that even right now. You can, you can believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he has, he has died in your place and for your sin and that he resurrected on the third day and that he is, he is not dead and gone. He is alive. Acts 16.31 says, Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. So believe. Believe and trust in the Lord Jesus, and you'll be saved. And you'll get to enter into this city. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.